everybody welcome back to the podcast my name is audrey and today we are discussing pages 155 through 173 of alan taylor's book american revolutions a continental history 1750 through 1804 as well as parts four and five of jill lapore's book book of ages the life and opinions of jane franklin This set of readings was jam-packed with a lot of information about the beginning of the war, the war effort, and life for Americans after the war ended. In the section, Common Sense, Taylor addresses the publication of Common Sense by Thomas Paine and its profound effects on the Patriot War effort, starting in January of 1776. In the section, Retreat, he explains the difficulties of war and the severe fighting between the British and Patriots. This is a deep dive into how the Patriots almost lost the war. Lastly, Recovery talks about the Continental Army's second wind and their transition to victory after the crossing of the Delaware and successful battles in Trenton and Princeton. Similarly, Lepore explores how the beginning of the Revolutionary War was taxing to many colonists, especially those who were not part of the Continental Army. In part four, History, Lepore examines how the war took a great deal of energy from Jane Franklin. Throughout its duration, Jane was constantly on the move and worried about her family. Some were fighting, and others, like her brother, were working closely behind the scenes to ensure victory. She continued to face loss and isolation even when the colonies were united. Colonists responded to the war in a variety of ways, some vowing loyalty to the British Empire, others insisting that bloodshed of the Redcoats was the only way to ensure and uphold human liberties. The war brought uncertainty, struggle, and grief to the colonies and its people. And from 1776 until 1783, the people were extremely uncertain of their future in an independent nation. Today, we're gonna talk about the importance of the publication of Common Sense and what it did to shift the tide of the Revolutionary War. Common Sense was published on January 1st, 1776 by Thomas Paine. Paine lived in England and was the son of a poor artisan. When he lost his job in marriage in 1774, he decided to move to Philadelphia to start a new life. He quickly embraced the Patriot cause and became the chief writer and editor of the Pennsylvania Magazine. Paine published a rebel pamphlet in January of 1776 to gather more Patriots as well as pinpoint the wrongs with the British Empire. Unlike most revolutionary pamphlets, Common Sense spoke to the common people. It quoted the Bible, it exposed the King and Parliament for outrageous taxes and blamed those taxes on the fact that British rulers were greedy and evil. It said that aristocrats were exploiting the work of commoners in the colonies. Benjamin Franklin noted, quote, it became the most powerful pamphlet in American history. Common sense allowed colonists to explicitly blame certain individuals and claim that their liberties were being trampled upon simply because leaders in the mother country were full of greed and corruption. Paine painted a utopian-like world in the colonies without the influence of the British. For many colonists, this pamphlet was reason enough to join the Patriot cause.
However, while many colonists used the publication of the pamphlet as an excuse to join the Patriots, there was still a serious divide among people. Loyalists feared what would happen if the British no longer had control of the colonies. They viewed total independence as a disaster waiting to happen. They refused to denounce their king and remain loyal to the British Empire. On the other hand, all Patriots wanted to put an end to the extreme taxation England was implementing on the colonies. However, disagreements arose when it came to government and leadership. Radical Patriots called for a total recall of the British Empire and declared independence from the king and parliament. Moderate Patriots were wary of a total revolution and did enjoy the commercial benefits that the empire gave them. Internal debate went on between the two Patriot sects until enforcement of the Prohibitory Act in late 1775. The Prohibitory Act, quote, exposed all American merchant ships to seizure as the property of open enemies. Both moderates and radicals were angry with this act because it was not only another rule that the colonists were forced to follow, but it infringed upon the commercial benefits that loyalists and moder moderate patriots, patriots loved from the empire. For the first time, radicals and moderates were able to unite on a common front. If the publication of Common Sense and the Prohibitory Act did not heighten patriot values enough, the hiring of Hessian mercenaries from German principalities in the spring of 1776 by the British pushed the mission further and faster. With the publication of Common Sense and the growing and united patriot movement, the colonies finally had enough literal manpower to attempt to fight the British. The Continental Congress and George Washington had a new purpose. Congress sought to gain allies by declaring independence on July 4, 1776. Finally, the colonies could fight for their own independence on a united front. Without the publication of such an impactful revolutionary pamphlet, it is arguable that the Patriot cause would have fizzled out before July of 1776. The Continental Congress didn't have the power to tax, so without a strong alliance with another country, which could only come from passionate patriots banding together, how were they supposed to get weapons and money for their fighting forces? Similarly, the Continental Army had been fighting the British off and on since the summer of 1775. They weren't losing every battle and actually fared pretty well. However, the small army was no match for the forces of the British. Even if the Continental Army won most of the battles, the British had many more men and resources. In order to secure victory, the Patriots, both soldiers and colonists, needed to prove that they would do anything for independence, and prior to January of 1776, it was not looking hopeful. Patriotism may have been at an all-time high in 1776. It quickly became apparent that Patriot forces and colonists were not prepared for the intensity of the British. The Continental Army fought many battles, and while they seemed to outsmart the British a lot of the time, disease, harsh weather, and low morale took a toll on the small army. Unlike the British, the Continental Army did not have unlimited people or supplies to fight. They had to be a lot more frugal with their fighting efforts. 
At one point, Washington and the Continental Congress began to doubt their mission. After many tribulations, Washington wrote, quote, Our affairs are in a very bad way. I think the game is near up. The Patriot Movement was nearly finished until Washington crossed the Delaware on December 25, 1776, which completely changed the tide of the war in favor of the Patriots. While the war took a serious toll on the Patriot Army, it also took a toll on colonists who were not fighting. Only young white men were enlisted into the army, which meant that a large majority of the population of the colonies was not out fighting, but still had to endure the pains and horrors of war. In Jill Lepore's book, she mentions the toll war took on Jane Franklin. Jane remarked, the ravages of war are horrible. Throughout the duration of the war, Jane was constantly on the move avoiding places where severe fighting was taking place. At one point, she had lost track of her grandson for years because she had to flee Philadelphia. She did not know which of her family members had died fighting in the war, and increased stress and constant moving made some of her other family members and friends succumb to death. The lives of the innocent colonists are often forgotten among the valiant stories of the war itself. Arguably, colonists on the sidelines whether patriot or loyalist, suffer more loss and trauma during the war than the soldiers or Congress because they were helplessly watching their homes and families become destroyed. Only until years after the war did life go back to normal for the people not directly involved in the war. They faced the daunting task of rebuilding a nation that they did not destroy or help fight for, and they had to live with the after effects of a traumatic event. the publication of Common Sense in the beginning of 1776 sparked a political revolution for the colonists. Finally, they were able to put a reasoning on their need to rebel and they could directly blame their grievances on the British Empire. Without it, there would have been either none or a severely delayed sense of a patriotic unity, which could have caused the colonies to remain part of the British Empire. I also think that it could be argued that the publication of Common Sense was the start of the Revolutionary War. Furthermore, while the publication of the pamphlet gathered patriots together, it severely impacted those who were not directly related to the war effort. Thus, it could also be argued that while Common Sense was the start of the war in 1776, it was also the end of a peaceful United States. Before we go, just some questions to keep in mind. Why did Common Sense, and not another form of media, or another person sparked the Patriot movement so furiously. How do you think life for Jane Franklin would have been different if her brother weren't so closely related to the revolution? Do you think the British could have won the war or were Patriot forces too powerful and determined? Thanks for listening. Talk to you later.